mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, we're taking a little break for the holidays and to give us some much needed rest. So please enjoy one of our favorite episodes and we'll have new episodes coming in January. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today we have probably one of like the most like it's like an in-house guest i know melissa i made it to the couch if you're watching she she took the seven <laughs> steps from the chair and the desk to the couch and you guys have requested having melissa as not only like co-host producer boss bitch yeah all of the other titles all the other hats she wears she has so much so many hats <laughs> so many Just editor too lit, lit, no literally literally I, mean, yeah. I do nothing but sit here and talk <laughs> which like it's not even that hard. Um, so we decided that you're going to come and do this yeah, as well. You guys requested this. I don't know why, but I know why. why. I love it. I, it's like they're in tune with what I want. Okay. They keep requesting you and Aislinn, and I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. We should just alternate yes, every week. Like, this makes my life so easy. Yeah. And I'm like, all the people I hang out with anyway. I'm like, this is great. I like the idea of us doing. Yeah, episodes. it'll be fun. We'll see. Um, <laughs> this is what you guys asked for. I have... As I feel like it's been known as like, I don't have a lot of feelings oh, and emotions. So we'll see how this goes. Well, you're an Aquarius and I'm an Aquarius <laughs> yeah. rising. So yeah. we're just running away from feelings I left know. and right. The someone, ghost girls. I know. Someone put in the YouTube comments that we're just like rude or something. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> For ghosting people. True, which true, true. I know is true. Yeah. No, I'm aware of the fact that yeah. like we're not doing what's societally nice. Mm-hmm. 
but it just happens that I would prefer to be ghosted. Therefore, I do unto others as you want yeah. done to you. Just ghost me if you're going to do it. It's in the Bible, so. <laughs> I'm excited because I feel like we always get, like, good Melissa tidbits. But okay. now we get, like, full Melissa tidbits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Titty, titty bits. <laughs> that's, oh, what the, I, that's what I call them. Titty, the titty Tid bits. Titty bits. Titty bits. <laughs> I used to call them Mary-Kate and Ashley. Oh. Yeah. They're cute. cute. Twins. Twinsies. Mine aren't actually. That's what I was going to say. Mine aren't really twins, so I couldn't call them that. No, I forget which one. Isn't the one over your heart supposed to be bigger? Yeah. Which side's your heart on? Well, your heart's in the middle, but it would be closer. Your heart's in the middle? Yeah, your heart's actually in the middle. It's because you feel it more on this side because of the way that your blood comes in and goes out. So the Grinch lied. Yeah. I mean, everyone lies. You think because, you know, you put your hand over your heart, but your heart's actually right here. Okay. I think my, my... This one's bigger. Yeah. She's getting a period soon, so. Mine. Are we almost? No, I just had my period. Yeah. Like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? Yeah. Okay. Well, Aislinn's is this week. Yeah. So you're welcome, Aislinn, for me telling you. <laughs> I'm just waiting. I don't know why I'm not synced up to it. Like, I literally see I you guys know. more than anybody I think else. It's, I literally think it's because we both have alpha periods. Yeah. Oh. I usually pull people to my period. And, yes, that's and true. So I did the same thing. We're, we were just too strong yeah, to pull periods. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> holding on let yeah. me be the first blood <laughs> grody <laughs> oh, it's not gross it's natural uh we've got the video version up on youtube right now too so if you want to watch us and see us we, will you show your feet i mean not, don't show your feet i meant like your shoes i will not show my don't feet show your, but i'll show my show shoes. Your shoes look guys this is an incentive to go watch the video after you listen wow you're flexible Thank you. Wow. I didn't know you were flexible. Do you do yoga? super flexible. Yeah. I was a cheerleader back in the day. Oh, I I think I knew that. Okay, that makes sense. I can do things that you don't want to see. no, I don't want (laughs) to fucking see. (laughs) (laughs) I can touch my toes. Ooh. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, and I'm sorry, guys. This is going to be awkward because I have to do all the things that I usually do behind the scenes. And you usually don't see it because, like, I have a table and stuff, but we can't have a table on the couch no so it's gonna I, be weird it's in my rider that i need to be able to lounge <laughs> i have to lounge if i can record all the episodes laying down the stitcher ones that's literally what yeah. i've been doing i've just been laying down yeah so <sighs> what is this show okay guys this is an advice podcast if you're new here welcome it's called don't blame me and this is where you guys leave us voicemails about the things happening in your life and we give you some of our advice on the subjects and if you want to call us and leave us a voicemail the phone number is 310-694-0976 and international listeners you can email us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com so um yeah guys should we should we hop into giving some advice let's do it i'm ready i'm like in such like a deadpan snarky mood well that's me every day yeah i maybe this is what it, now it feels like my aquarius rising is just taken over yeah. and it's just like stone cold and like uh-huh. it's like the closer i get to you the, <laughs> it's like the more powerful it. it is yeah hey megan so um to make a long story short i was dating a guy and he cheated on me so i broke up with him and moved on but about a month later, my parents bought a house and I found out that it was literally five feet away from his. So there are a lot of awkward interactions on a daily basis, but I managed to avoid full conversations and I don't think about him that much. I was doing a pretty decent job at this until today when a friend of mine who I suspected of liking him for a while was walking into his house as I was walking home from school uh, to hook up with him. And... Um, She tried to run inside so I didn't see her, but I was feeling extra petty, so I smiled at her, waved, and yelled out her name and said hi. So I was just wondering if you have any advice on handling this shitty friend, because I don't have any feelings left for this guy, but I still think that her sneaking around while I'm right next door is the ultimate sign of, like, not giving a shit about me. And... I've helped her in the past with serious sexual assault issues and trusted her with so many secrets about this guy that I've never told anyone. He was my first, like, relationship with anyone. And I don't even know if it's worth confronting her because she clearly knows what she's done. So I was just wondering how you think I should handle this. Thanks. Dude, fuck this girl. <clears throat> this girl's a bitch she's such a bitch she's like, not your friend exactly like you don't have to deal with this mm-hmm. at all get rid of her and i i like that you smiled and waved at her because that was smart same i would have done the exact same thing yeah. to be like you can't deny this like mm-hmm. you no it wasn't me 
wasn't me. No, bitch, it was you. It was fucking you, bitch. Um, I think like you sound pretty, and I say this in like a positive way, like you sound pretty checked out from the rela- the friendship with her. Mm-hmm. And I think like you don't, like you clear, like you're, you're right in the sense that like she knows so much about him because you've talked so much about him to her that um, she knows what she's getting herself into. So you don't have to like warn her. You don't owe her as a friend to be like, hey, remember like FYI, this relationship is really terrible. So I think like you don't have to talk to her. Like you can fucking ghost her and never speak to her again. Yeah. Um, but if you feel like you want to tell her you don't want to be her friend anymore. But I just think the best thing at least in my opinion, was just would be to get as much separation as possible, which obviously is hard. But I think like, I don't know what you'd get out of telling her that you're not going to be friends with her anymore. I think she probably already knows that too. Yeah. Are you guys still hanging out and talking? Like, yeah. If you're not doing any of those things, if she's not bringing any value to your life, mm-hmm. then just get rid of her. Yeah. And she backstabbed you and it's not cool. Maybe if she would have come to you first and like mm-hmm. said, hey, I have feelings for your ex. How do you feel about us dating? Maybe you guys could have had a conversation then. But now it's like she's sneaking behind your back. Like she knows that she's doing something wrong. Yeah. And like you, it was not a good relationship with for, for you and this guy. Like, mm-hmm. and the idea that like, I don't even like some of my friends' boyfriends or like girlfriends who like are great. I'm right. like, eh, you're not my favorite. But like, if you like, you fuck someone else over who you care about and who you love, like that, you should not be attracted to that person. So to me, it doesn't even seem like even when you thought she was probably a good friend, yeah. she wasn't. And the fact that you were like, I always kind of suspected that she had a crush on him. So it just sounds like two terrible people have found each other and yeah. just like let them go be terrible together in right. the house that happens to be like five minutes. That, uh, that really sucks. Get that like you blackout lose. curtains, maybe. Yeah. And next time you would see her, like wave and then do yeah. this. Wave both ways mm-hmm. and smile. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. I love that. <laughs> Uh, well, best of luck. I'm Good so luck. sorry. Yeah. Fuck that bitch. And fuck him too. And they can just fuck each other. Right. Ugh. They're gross. Fucking gross people. All right. On to the next. Hi, Megan and, um, and Mel and guest. Uh, I'm 18 years old. I'm from Canada. Um, okay, so, so me and my boyfriend have been together for a little bit less than eight months almost eight months and he's met my mom and he just went to go visit family and told me that they have expressed interest in in meeting me um that's that's fine but um like if he wants me to of course I will but like I know because he he's told me that um, his his father was very physically abusive, and his mother kind of just let it happen. And so, if and when I do meet them, I just I don't know how to how I would like act, because like I'm really bad at pretending that I like people. And I'm bad at acting normal around people who I know have done bad things. And I just, I, I think I, what I need help with is just like knowing like what to do if and when I do meet them. Cause like knowing that they've had such a bad effect on this person who I love. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Oh man. Wow. Um, I guess, I guess, I I mean, I think I like my automatic response is I have more questions. Like I'm curious, I, your boyfriend, she's finding out that they want to meet her through him. So Mm -hmm. he's obviously still in contact with them. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like he's in contact with like both his mom and his dad. Uh, I think like, this is like kind of like wimpy out advice, but I think like you have to like ask him like what's. If his, if like the relationship that he has with like his family isn't like, it's not something really important to him and like there still is a lot of tension, then like maybe it's like, oh yeah, you can like, you don't have to be super friendly or Mm -hmm. like you don't have to meet them at all. I'm just like letting you know. And maybe he's feeling like because he's met your mom that he wants to have that like inclusion. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, as somebody who we can read about it in my book <laughs> coming out soon, who's got like an odd family kind of thing. Like it's, it's, yeah, you can kind of, even if you didn't have like the greatest 
like parents, you can feel like wanting to. Yeah. You, you kind of want that, even yeah. if you, you don't have that relationship with them, you really want it to be like that. Um, but uh, I think you just have to like ask him. Yeah, it's like, did has he made peace with it? Has he forgiven mm-hmm. them? Have they gone to family therapy? They might be at a point where um, they still remember what happened and it hurt, but they're, they've forgiven what happened. Mm-hmm. So where is he with the relationship? Yeah. Because yeah. I think that's the best way to go at it is whatever he needs from you. It's your job as a partner to like be a partner and support mm-hmm. him. So if that's like, hey, this is something that like has affected me and like maybe he's in therapy and he's like still working through these issues. Yeah. But he's chosen, like you said, to like forgive them and to like move forward with a different kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Then it's your responsibility just to be like, cool. So tell me what to do. I'll take the cues from you. And like, however, I can support you in this. I totally will. Mm-hmm. But like, sure, maybe he wants to go there and he wants to be like, no, nah, I want you to cuss out my parents. And right. Be like, cool. Cool, great we'll do that too right so yeah totally reading the situation yeah. and getting cues from him and um if his parents have apologized and he's forgiven them then you just got to move past mm-hmm. it and even and, if it does like hurt you which mm-hmm. it totally will i think especially when it comes to like really personal issues that you have with those with like people like very really really close in your life um it's easier for outsiders to kind of not forgive as well as like mm-hmm. people who are in the, the um actual situation or really understand yeah and like see the growth and like the yeah. time and the changes and all of that stuff yeah. it's a little less black and white which isn't necessarily always a good thing but mm-hmm. i think you just have to listen to him and then also i do think there's a chance that he literally just said that because he had met your mom and wanted you to feel like oh my parents want to meet you yeah that's just so, true to make too. you feel like I I count this as seriously as you do, but it just so happens that my relationship with my parents isn't as serious as yours is, but I want to show you that like I'm serious too. Yeah. Yeah. So just support him and be his partner in whatever way that he needs. Mm -hmm. It's not about, it's not really about you. No, you can't go in there and like flip tables when he's like, no, we're just having soup, like settle down. (laughs) Though I would love that though. Have you seen this video of this this has nothing to do with this call but it's a table flipping, a table flipping where it. this that it's like this party of people where um they're like everything got out of control and people start flipping tables and this woman like catches a table Shut as it's flying and then like throws it back like <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it a folding table? Yeah. Oh, but like it's still God. even heavy. Yeah, and like reflexes. Yeah. Also, like the momentum. How do you catch that? Just and like, then like She Hulk. <laughs> Holy fuck. I want to see that. That would be like, what was it, it? The Real Housewives one? Yeah. Teresa did it? Yeah. Yeah. I've, that I've seen that clip. I've seen the clip. I, no, actually, I think I was watching the show At when the time? it happened. Yeah. Oh, I can't imagine being a Real Housewives fan when that happened. Yeah. It's amazing. It's iconic. <laughs> Okay. Shall I go on to the next? On to the next. Hi, Megan. My name's Lauren, and I'm 21. Um, I have this friend who's a guy, and he's, like, my best friend. But I've kind of developed some more romantic feelings for him, and I don't know if he likes me, and I kind of don't think he does because he tells me about all of his girl issues. So I don't know. Um but he's not really a feelings person and I don't want to scare him away by telling him. But there's also this awkward thing that we've like hooked up, like had sex three times while we've been drunk. So I just don't know if that's us being super comfortable with each other and just hooking up because we do love each other in like a friendship way because we are each other's best friends or if there is something else going on. And I just don't know if I should tell him and risk kind of the friendship that we have or if I should just leave it and see if anything develops. I'm just worried that he's going to find a girl who he does like and start dating her. And then I'm going to kind of lose my opportunity. I don't know. Help me. Oh my God. This is me in high school. Also, I really appreciate you, you for using your turn signal. I can I do that. too. Yeah. Thank you for all of you who Be call safe. when you're driving. Not my favorite thing because it does stress me out that me you're too. not paying attention to driving. Yeah. But I, when I hear a turn signal in the background, I do feel better. I know. Cause you literally had to like type in the number cause you don't yeah. have it saved. So. Or maybe they do. Or maybe they do. Every, maybe you've called in multiple dial? times. <laughs> so for the back of the I Uber when you're drunk. Yeah. Call me. Um, this reminds me of me and my high school boyfriend a lot because, um, we granted I was not, uh, 
I didn't realize I had liked him. Mm-hmm. I like I had no idea. But we also had like hooked up drunk a bunch of times. And he would talk to me about his girl problems. I would talk to him about my guy problems. And, like I didn't know that I had feelings for him until he decided that he was going to ask this girl to prom. Yeah. And he was like, and I was helping him do it. But I was like, God, why do I like... I feel like I would like love doing that stuff usually. Mm-hmm. And I was just like kind of having a hard time. And then one of my friends drunk dialed him and was like, Megan's in love with you. And I was like, I'm not. And she's like, you are. And I was like, oh my God, I am. Um, I think like sex and friendship together, like unless you're like friends with benefits, I only find works when you're not really good friends. Yes. So the idea that you have a really close emotional relationship and you're, you've slept together, mm-hmm. that to me is like you're more than friends yeah yeah like there's feelings there there's obvious feelings you guys have a relationship already you said that you love each other's friends yeah but you don't go around just boinking your friends no god no Um, (laughs) and you've done it three times and maybe you've only done it while you're drunk because Mm -hmm. he has a crush on you too and he doesn't know how to go about talking to you and sharing his feelings um and you did say, she did say that he's bad at feelings, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think that's also probably why he's talking about these girls is he's trying to gauge your reaction yeah. because he doesn't know. I think both of you are in like exact limbo of mm-hmm. the same place of like, do, do how does this work? How does this work? And my, to be totally honest, because you're over 21, you guys have had sex drunk three times. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd say the next time that you guys are out drinking before you're like super, super, super drunk, instead of just like making out and having sex, just be like, so what's the fucking deal with us? Yeah. Because I think like, I I mean, sure, you could totally do it sober, but that would scare the fucking shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And I think it'd scare the shit out of you and him too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that's a good plan. Yeah. Just get have a little talk. tipsy. Mm-hmm. Have the talk because you guys like each other. It's obvious that you like each other and he probably doesn't even really like these other girls no. either. Do you talk about guys to him? Yeah. Like, what's the situation? Yeah. This is exactly what. And then I remember the morning I woke up after my ex or my, yeah, my, the boyfriend that I had dated where this situation kind of happened. Mm-hmm. I got, so we got, I got too drunk before the conversation. Mm. So I didn't remember what he had responded oh. with. So don't get that drunk. And then I woke up in the morning. I had lost my phone. This is one of the worst nights. You can read in my book. Um, <laughs> oh, and it made the book. Yeah. It made, oh, it made the book. I got a concussion. <laughs> it made the fucking oh, book. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It was really stupid. Um, but I remember like I was petrified because I couldn't remember like what he had said. And he like messaged me on Facebook and was like, so you lost your phone last night. And then I was like, yeah. And he's like, do you remember what we talked about last night? And I was like, I remember what I was planning on talking about. And then I was like, what was the answer? And he was like, how about I pick you up? We can talk about it. And I was like, mm. oh, okay. And I was like, is it good or bad? And he's like, good. So that was like, it kind of like, it eased that like stress for me. Cause he was like my yeah. best friend too. So I think like some liquid courage never hurt anyone. Just don't no. get as drunk as I don't get, get a concussion. A, yeah, don't get drunk. No. I have questions about the concussion, but yeah, I'll just I read fell. about it. I'll just read about it in the book. <laughs> I pre-ordered it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, have a conversation with him. And um, I I would say don't be as afraid of... And in, okay, let's say on the off chance he doesn't have these feelings for you. Don't be afraid of ruining your friendship because you guys have already slept together, which would have ruined your friendship if that was going to. So like you guys are obviously strong enough that like if it was just like, oh, I was just drunk and like, I don't like I think you're pretty, but like I'm not into you like that. Mm -hmm. That would have ruined your friendship already. So know that your friendship is going to be safe. And his penis has been inside. It has like you've seen each other naked. How do you have friends that you've like, you know, Mm, are you friends with people you've had friends with? with? A couple people that I have had sex with. But like, and then just like stopped. Yeah. Oh, see, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> do that. But that's because I can separate my, like, I oh, don't have feelings. That's true. <laughs> no, but it's not even like that. It's just like either I had feelings and we had uh-huh. sex or like I, I had feelings at one point. And now I have no feelings. And I don't want to see you and I hate you gotcha. all about you. Yeah. Or but, we just had sex because I think you're hot and I like, don't want to hang out with you. Gotcha. See, you know? yeah. And see with my exes, I'm either like really good yeah. friends with them or I don't talk to me more. So yeah. That's the I wish I could be that. Gr- I mean, I don't really wish I could be that girl's friends with their exes because I date a lot of shitty people. Oh. So I don't want to have be friends with those people. Gotcha. So my, one of my best friends is twin brother. We did when we were in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I always referred to him as the one that got away. And he's did like, you have sex with him? No. Okay. I was like, <laughs> no, I think we slow dance. We never even kissed. Did you grind? 
No, <laughs> actually, Sydney did have her bot mitzvah in seventh grade. Oh, yeah. So I got down and dirty to some pussycat dolls <laughs> with my transition lenses <laughs> and my halter top um, Jessica McClintock dress. Throwback. It was cobalt blue. It was cute. so fucking ugly. Cute. I love it. Uh, well, this is a really cute call. So can you please call us back and let us yes, know what happens? Please let us know. I, I have good feelings. About I do. It. I have a good feeling too. Yeah. Knock on one. I just kicked it. <laughs> she kicked it with your toe. With my toe, with my mismatched Christmas socks. Ooh, those are, wow, that. I that think, was dirty. Was I, that here before? No, I think you did that when you kicked the thing. Oh, God. It's really dirty down there. Yeah. It's okay. All right. Should we take a break? All right. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. BRB, guys. See you soon. Weep, weep. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Today's episode is brought to you by... A sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods, I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like, I'm drinking like a drink drink. Like you can throw a little straw in there and it's, it's delicious. It's so good. And I just, I love, they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating, hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I... 
love the chocolate bliss, the vanilla cream, the caramel sundae. I have all three of those flavors. Sometimes I mix and match them. Sometimes I'll use it when I'm baking or I'll just drink it straight. And it is, they're so good. They have a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that makes it so delicious. You can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Okay, guys, we are back from our break. How was it for you? Was it good? Um, I mean, 
it was all right. It, it, was, it was fine. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't move. Yeah, no, me neither. Because I'm so tangled up with all this equipment here. <laughs> That's true. You really can't. Yeah. As I just sit here and literally lounge. You should give you me another drink. job. I can't do anything, can I? I mean, you could edit if you wanted to. No, I'm not. No, I take that back. I take it back. Uh, should we hop into the next one? All right, one? let's get into the next call. Um, I'm 18 and I'm from England, if you can tell. Um, so I'm bisexual and currently I'm on Tinder and I, I go out clubbing quite a lot and I, you know, make out with people and stuff like that. But I never, I never go home with anyone or anything like I'm a virgin. I've never done anything really sexual. Um, and it's taken me a couple of years to kind of get into the whole dating thing. Um, and recently what's made it even harder for me is that anytime I come out as bi to somebody that I'm talking to, they go all weird and they either stop talking to me or they'll tell me something that I don't want to hear. Like, oh, well, you shouldn't have told me that now, you know, you've put me off talking to you because now I know that I've got more competition because you're into girls and guys and kind of stuff like that. And it's made me want to not tell people that I'm bi anymore. But I feel like that's something that you shouldn't really hide when you're dating people. Um, So I don't know if it's something that I'm doing wrong. Like, am I telling these people that I'm bi at the wrong times like is there a certain timing that like when you should tell somebody something like that or am I just talking to dickheads basically (laughs) any advice would be appreciated thank you you're just talking to dickheads I also kind of want to place a bet on how many do you think of these are guys that are saying yeah yeah I'd say a good 99% of these are guys probably I probably got 95% 95 yeah yeah I think the problem is Mm. One, you're talking to dickheads, and two, a lot of people are insecure, and that's not your problem. That's their problem. They probably think that you won't ever be, like, completely satisfied with just them Mm -hmm. because you like both guys and girls. But you could say that about people that are straight, too. Yeah, that's always been my argument where it's like, okay, well, I don't don't like every guy that I see. Like, it's hard enough to find one that I don't hate. Mm -hmm. Like, the idea that it's like, oh, you're just, like, into everybody. It's like, is anyone into everybody? Like, no. Some of the people I know who are the pickiest of my friends are by. Like, what? Like, that idea is just stupid. Did she say how old she was? She is 18. Okay, so I would definitely say... Okay, my I would usually say date older because like that's usually when people tend to get a little bit more mature. But mm-hmm. you are young, yeah. Um, so I would just say like she's young and a virgin. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think like you don't need to hold. Like it's amazing that you want to tell people and you felt comfortable to tell like multiple people at whatever time that you did. I don't think that you need to then reevaluate like how you do it for other people's comfort right because like it's not about them like you said so i think like you've been dealt a really shitty hand of like a lot of terrible responses Mm -hmm. but that doesn't like represent like the masses of people that you will date in your lifetime at all so i think like maybe if that means like dating apps just really aren't your jam right now maybe that's like hey maybe you should go meet some beeps like not like let's find someone and meet them in real life that's like a hard thing to do yeah but maybe um like start taking classes and not focusing so much on uh finding dates through dating apps if like the pool's shitty yeah or you could put in your profile that you're bi and that could weed out a lot of people too because then they already know that's true. Yeah. I used to put that I was, um, I said, taller than me, Mila Kunis, shorter than Shaq in mine. <laughs> and then people would always be like, so you're tall. And I'd yeah. be like, yeah. yeah. And so they would kind of do that same thing. Yeah. Obviously, like not really as important. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good, a good idea mm-hmm. because you're going to, yeah, you'll be able to weed out. There's also just like a terrible, I feel like Tinder's the worst one. Yeah. That's Is there what, other ones? If you're checking out our, um, yeah. bonus episodes then you, you hear should. that megan has told me mm-hmm. that tinder is the worst one it's the worst i would say the only people i know who've had success on tinder are uh uh gays like gay people mm-hmm. like i don't because grinders typically use and for male um grinders typically use hookup wise yeah. and for straight people or like heterosexual straight people um tend to use 
like tinder as a hookup versus like that's what a lot of my friends have met boyfriends on Mm -hmm. tinder because grinder is what tinder is to straight people sometimes Mm -hmm. again this is just a generalization based on my friends and stuff so maybe if there is a different kind of app that there is um and or maybe if you're like uh volunteering in your community and like doing stuff like that and like working with like lgbtq plus like organizations and stuff and like doing that you're gonna end up meeting much like even if it's just like a friend who then you meet their friends and they're also really like great and tolerant and stuff i think you're just casting you're in too big of a pool Mm -hmm. where there's so many fucking shitty people yeah narrow it down so you're more likely to find people and you'll get less discouraged yeah good luck girl you sound great you do imagine being 18 on a dating app i can't i can't imagine that at all because like when i was 18 there like smartphones weren't even a thing like they didn't come they didn't come along to like the next year you have i had um when i was 18 no i didn't have a sidekick i had it was like this no i had a camera it was a camera phone Uh that's what i had i remember because i was like it wasn't a razor it was actually i was like 18 before the razor came out no way yeah oh well actually that makes sense because i think i was i was in yeah no that would make sense i was 16 when the razor came out so um i had a it was like a flip phone yeah. I don't remember who made it, but it was a flip phone that had a camera. And it, I was like the first person in my high school that had a camera phone. Ooh. Yeah. But you have some good blackmail on people. <laughs> it's <laughs> pixelated as fuck. It was so You couldn't even like put it anywhere. Yeah, though. there's nowhere to put it. And yeah. So That's it just so died funny. with the phone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did this one of my uh, guys I knew in high school. He like had a phone, like one of our old, like an older flip phone, mm-hmm. not an iPhone that he had just like all these fucking pictures of like embarrassing ones of like everybody. And then at the end of our senior year, we all were at a party and we were like, we're going to push him in the pool with the oh phone. So oh. that phone fucking dies. Did and you it do did. it? It did. Oh my died. gosh. <laughs> and it wasn't his, like it was a backup phone that he had had okay. that he would like, bring to parties and shit. Mm-hmm. And he was like so mad. And we're all like, no, that you had blackmail for like yeah. years for like yeah. the entire grade. That's terrible. Yeah, it was really yeah. scary, scary, scary time. <laughs> there were like Sprint had these like I guess there were chat rooms that were on oh your phone <laughs> that were like and they were weird. And I was like so naive and yeah. young and I would go in them and just like I remember this one guy asked me. Oh no. Oh god, I'm ready for Jane. No, no, oh no. To put clothespins on my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> and i wasn't even like i was just like talking to people i wasn't trying to like yeah. date or hook up or do anything <laughs> weird i was just like oh social media let me go in this Wait, chat did you want a picture i just wanted you to like narrate how it he was. wanted me to narrate it i was like eject Wait, that's so bad oh my god I mean, not even like nipple clamps yeah. were legit no, and like he can't even see it. So yeah. you would just be lo- like, you I would just be typing. <laughs> like it would just be typing. T9. Yeah, T9. It would be T90. <laughs> T90 my titties. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to cry. That's so funny. Dude, chat rooms. Throw oh back to gosh. that shit. Oh me. Little chat roulette. I saw so many fucking dicks, like unsolicited dicks there. Oh my gosh. God. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> that really got me good. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. okay so i'm glad you have it a, a lot better off than i do yeah yeah she definitely does there's no denying that you'll be fine you've got yeah. lots of lots of years of fuck boys mm-hmm. that won't be the last and fuck boys fuck girls, fuck girls too i was definitely a fuck girl yeah. so you, you've got a lot more years of them so but you, there'll be good ones sprinkled in between yeah. that's the thing people don't get better but you you they just get less of them all the yeah. time you know great shall we go on to the next on to the next Hey, Megan. So here's the deal. I'm a gay guy going into my junior year of high school. I've been out since eighth grade and I've dated a couple guys, but never super seriously. This year, one of my best girlfriends, who I'm going to call Callie, has gotten really close with a guy who I'm going to call Alexander. She has a huge big crush on him and is constantly flirting with him. But from what I've seen, he doesn't really seem into her like that. Recently, she told me that Alexander had come out to her as bisexual and wants to try being with another guy. Now, this was music to my ears, and I immediately made her give him my Snapchat so we could talk. Callie was really reluctant to do it at first, but she eventually gave in and told him about me, giving him my Instagram so he could see if he was interested. However, Callie gave me the ultimatum that Alexander and I 
dad, if Alexander and I hooked up, it could only be a one-time thing. Because he's her soulmate or whatever. So anyway, Alex slid into my DMs the next day. And we started snapping and getting pretty flirty. And about a week later, we ended up going on a date and then going back to his place to hook up. We've gone out three times since then, but I've had to keep it a secret from Callie because I don't want her to be mad at me. I really like Alexander, and I think he feels the same way about me. And I want our relationship to be public because we're a really cute couple. But Callie is so territorial of him that I feel like I can't tell her without losing her friendship. Part of me thinks that because Alex is bisexual and I'm gay, we wouldn't work long-term as a couple, so he's not really worth losing one of my best friends over. But on the other hand, I don't want to break up with him just because Callie is hopelessly in love with him. Day in high school has been really hard for me, and I'm so happy right now that I don't want to have to backtrack. So what should I do? Wow. Wow, wow, this wow. This is sticky. Also, high school seems so much more dramatic with the addition of Snapchat. Yeah. I, Fuck. Mm, actually, Snapchat wouldn't cause me any problems because I was a... Good girl. Mm, same. <laughs> no, you were <laughs> totally same. I didn't get crazy till college. That would have messed me up yeah. in college. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um. Uh, okay. I've got a like. I can really see all of the sides in this. Yeah. I think like I think everybody's kind of at fault here. I would say her automatic thing at fault is like if this was something that she really really liked this guy. The thing of saying if you guys hook up, it can only be one time. She no, she fucked she up with that. Yeah, she can't say that. If no. she really liked him, then she wouldn't want you to be with him, period. And I think also, also if, being a soulmate. Which, if he's not into her, like, yeah. I've always been of the mindset of, like, if my, like, if someone, and this only has really happened when I was, like, younger, and there was only, like, four boys who were uh, above, like, 5'5", five, five, and we were mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, everybody was obsessed with them. Yeah. And, like, if we all liked the same, like, if, like, one of my friends and I liked the same guy, it wasn't, I was kind of that bitch. It was just like, well, I mean, like, let's see who he likes. Like, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't really, if he doesn't like me, then I, I'm not going to, like, prevent somebody else from being with them. Right. Because, like, obviously, we're not going to be a thing. Right. Like, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. So, but I also wonder if she's one of your really great friends and it just doesn't sound as much as you saying like, oh, she thinks like she's like, it's a soulmate or whatever. Any of my really good friends, if they really, really liked a guy, ooh, I actually one time I I made out with a guy that my friend had liked, but it it was, I, I, I never thought that that relationship was serious because they never dated. He wasn't into her and she like it was kind of just like a pining thing, but like she yeah. dated up, she was dating somebody else. And so I think like you calling her territorial, I think this is speaking more to like her character yeah. and the fact that like she like picks people and then like, like she pins them and those are hers. And the fact that she would say like, oh, but if you hook up with him, it has to be, it can only be one time. If she really, really liked him, she wouldn't be okay yeah. with that. And maybe this guy has been into you for a long time and told her that you were that he was bisexual because he liked you yeah oh yeah and like that he and he also maybe he he has like said to you i'm also curious which i would not tell her but like if he's not into her and Mm -hmm. you know that Mm -hmm. and he's told you like yeah no i really like you like she's not like my type like she's just not someone i'm into you don't have to tell her that but if you told her like hey i'm really sorry that i betrayed you in doing that um i we ended up going on a couple other dates like it's not just physical like i really like him he's Mm -hmm. a really great guy i'm really sorry i don't want to hurt you but i also really like i want to pursue this and be happy um i think through that she'll she'll be able to realize cool so he doesn't like me like this guy you don't have to say that but if he wants to be with her friend and not her Mm -hmm. and he's had the opportunity to have been with the friend like he's not picking her so she yeah. should just be able to move on but i think also like you can be in a long-term relationship like you being gay and him being bi yeah. i wouldn't be like concerned about that at all mm-hmm. very much like we just said on our last call mm-hmm. like it doesn't mean that like the entire world is a threat to your relationship um but i think also like you're 18 so you need to do what's going to make you happy and preserving a friendship and like pursuing a relationship like you're going to be faced with this so much in your life of being like the the the, every choice that you have has consequences and you just have to think about in like a year from now which one is not going to yeah you have to take the opportunity for which which one you think 
is going to be mo- most worthwhile. Yeah. But I would say definitely like you both have things that you could have done differently. So I would say like come at it from a place of like, I'm sorry, because if you choose to be with this guy, you're the one who walks away from it with at least a relationship. And mm-hmm. she might be walking away from it with my crush doesn't like me and I've lost one of my good friends. Yeah. So come at it with a lot of like empathy and like being sorry, because it's, yeah, you, you, you always are going to gain something from the situation. Yeah. yeah. I say this is different from the first call we had mm-hmm. um, as in that, she knew that you guys were in communication with each other. Yeah. So um, I just want to, because I feel like people are going to be like, well, you oh, told true, the first true, true, call, true, true. caller to, that's not your friend. But this is different because he already, she already knew that he liked, that they, that he liked yeah. the other guy and told him that they could hook up one time. Yeah. And though she was hesitant about it, which you said, and like you really had to talk her in, mm-hmm. into it. Also, not to like shit on you, but like, are you guys really that good of friends? Like, it sounds like, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't sound like either she doesn't really like him as much. And this is just kind of how she always is, or you guys aren't that close and you felt comfortable being like, Oh, okay. I, like if you like him, like, please still give him mine up. Like, yeah, please still do this, which yeah. ne- not shitting on you for either of those things. Um, I think you can get in like really intense friendships for short periods of time. And maybe it's one of those things, but, um, yeah, she definitely, you guys, yeah, this is just like so dramatic. Yeah, it's very dramatic. You guys, it just needs to be a lot of open communication. Yeah, because the longer you put it off to, mm-hmm. um, he, the guy you're dating might just be like, I don't want to tear apart a friendship. I don't want to be a, yeah. anything like that, which yeah. happened, happened to me once where my girl and I liked the same guy. And then he liked me and him and I were going to be a thing. And then he found out that the other girl was really upset. And he's like, yeah, I don't want to fucking do it. And I was yeah. like, ooh, cool. So she hates me and I'm single. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. yeah, but I also want to see them being a cute couple. I know, especially since you said that you haven't really had that much luck yeah. dating other guys yet. But yeah. you're a junior in high school. Yeah. so you've I had, had no luck then. Mm. I mean, I got lucky, but yeah. I didn't have a lot of luck. My luck was quasi. I wouldn't know. Yeah. yeah. I didn't I didn't truly blossom into myself until I was in college. And that's when I went book well. <laughs> yeah. I want to see college picks. Oh, uh, Mm. please <laughs> i'll show you some of mine okay you'll be surprised at how giant my tits are you'll be surprised at how buff i was <laughs> shut the fuck up i love that for you <laughs> wait i love that i had like six pack. did you cheer in college no i didn't cheer but i like worked out all the time wow my, like, my like the opposite. super worked out yeah i did the opposite i mm-hmm. drank a lot and i ate a lot and my tits were huge because mm-hmm. i weighed at least 30 pounds more than i do okay i'm trying to imagine you with big titties they, i'm not kidding you i was like, like i was beyond d i was like almost a double really oh my god have you never seen any pictures no of it's remarkable i was also on birth control and i went on and off birth, con- oh. birth control so much and my um doctor had told me she's like the more you go on and off it like my boobs would shrink mm-hmm. and then they would get bigger and then shrink and then every time i went off it they would get like smaller and smaller and smaller. And then when I went on, I was like, oh, they don't even that big anymore. It's like, um, like guys, if they do too much. Yes. Uh, steroids. steroids. That's what happened. Their balls. <laughs> yeah. And now my boobs are like fucking shriveled. Yeah. <laughs> They're not shriveled. They're really cute still. Um, but no, I had giant boobs, but I also dr- I drank so I, d- I was a I, heavyweight. I, I drank. I was too, yeah. but like I would get up and then go work out the That's, next morning. Um, I would vomit and not go to class. <laughs> I would wake up in a pile of my vomit, then vomit, mm. then forget my keys eat some tater tots and not go to class. I vomited at night. That was my trick. Oh yeah. 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 That was a good one. Cause then you don't sleep through it. My roommate um, used to just like stick her hand in my throat and be like, mm. just throw up so I don't have to keep making sure. I, I would usually do it at a bar that I snuck into. Like I would be so <laughs> drunk cause I would be drinking underage. Yeah. I'd be so drunk that I would just like go vomit in the bathroom and like come out and be like ready to like, kick it yeah, off yeah, again. Yeah. We used to call that puke and rally. Like puke and rally, puke yeah. and rally. Oh my God. Do as we say, not as we do guys. Yeah. Don't puke and rally. It's mm. not a good thing. And don't mm. drink underage. Yeah. Don't drink underage at all. No, don't do it. Don't, don't use your friends that you look nothing oh, like ID. Well, yeah, I did the exact same thing. Riverside had, I think five white girls mm-hmm. and maybe three of them were blonde. So we all used the same ID. None. We looked nothing alike, yeah. but everybody's like, sure. Like, yeah. You're blonde. The person's ID that I used was like five inches taller than me. <laughs> So you just have to wear like giant heels yeah, every time still, you're out. It still wouldn't be enough. That's so funny. Yeah. You're like, no, these are my real legs. I'm Ryan Seacrest. I'm very tall. <laughs> these are not lips. Don't worry. Oh, that's so funny. Should we um, go on to the next? All right. We're on to 
<laughs> whatever it's called uh listener advice listener advice yeah this is where you guys call in and you give your own advice on some of these situations and calls which is great because i've been seeing so many comments people going like can you have me on the podcast and i'll be like oh let me look at them and i'm like you're just like a high schooler i'm like you just want to give people advice mm -hmm. so this is where you guys get a chance to shine and uh, also give your unsolicited or solicited advice this time. So what, which so, one is this from? Yeah, I had to look at it for a second. <laughs> so this is from the most recent episode with Jarrett Sleeper. Great. Where um, the this girl was um, at college and her roommate was super clingy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so this is somebody that has similar experience. Okay, I'm ready. Hi, so I'm currently listening to the podcast with Jarrett. Um, and I just got done with the segment about the girl and her new roommate who is trying to be friends with, like, her friends from high school and how she suffered with anxiety and stuff like that. And I just want to, like, give some more advice from personal experience. Um, I just graduated from college, and I had a terrible freshman year due to anxiety and depression. And what I learned in my four years is that really your roommates are just people you live with. They don't have to be your friends. They don't have to be your best friends because you're able to do so much at school that occupies your time, whether it's clubs or making different friends in classes or studying in the library and not studying at home. Like I felt that I didn't, the roommates that I ended up having after freshman year, they were just people that I lived with. And they weren't my best friends, but I was able to talk to them at the end of the day. So I really just think she needs to be straight up and tell her future roommate that this can't happen, that she is uncomfortable and she doesn't like it. And um, I definitely think that she's going to be able to make different friends because also after four years, I'm looking back and I am not really friends with people from high school anymore. Um, they, I grew as a person because of college and, um, if her roommate wants to be friends with her high school friends, I think that's great and that's fine. But I think also like looking back, I really am not friends with those people anymore either, or I keep in contact with them, but I made better friends in college as I grew. So I think what she just needs to do is be upfront, just look at her as a person that she is living with and occupy your time um, doing other things and not so focused on her roommate and being friends with best friends with the roommate because that can always just end badly if you're just friends with your roommate because you become too reliant on them and they become like a significant other because you're just like, this is my roommate, this is my best friend, this is, I just want to spend all my time with her. Um, so yeah, that is just my advice on that or my input on that situation. Great. I love it. She's right. That's She's just the person you 100% with. right. When I was in college, I had, I was, when I first went to college, my roommate was my friend from high school mm. and things just got really weird between yeah. us. And I don't know, it wasn't that she was specifically doing anything that was weird or I was doing anything weird. It just was like, we were seeing too much of each other. Yeah. And you see people in another light when you live with them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she, my roommate, like, got a, a, a job um when the semester ended and she had to move out so it was like then I had my own room and yeah. things got a lot better for me yeah and then same like a couple years later I roomed with one of my sorority sisters we had an apartment and we were best friends like yeah best 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 friends like I'd spent all my time mm -hmm. with her um and I would stay at her when we lived separately I would stay at her place all the time and she would stay yeah. at my place all the time but then when we moved in together it was like we never had that separation yeah and it ruined our friendship as well I don't think living with friends is a good idea in general mm -hmm. like I think like I've had terrible roommate situations and then like the best roommate situation I had was like when I got randomly assigned a roommate freshman year and yeah. like she was great but like we got to hang out because we wanted to. Mm -hmm. And like, also when you have a roommate, like you have to nag them. Like yeah. you have to like, you guys have to like coexist in a way yeah. that's, you don't have to have like walk in and have a responsibility to be like peppy and to talk to yeah. somebody. Like you want to be able to like do your own thing and just coexisting, I think is finding people to coexist with is like the absolute hardest. Yeah. But 
I think she's right. Just like have it be yeah, someone she, you live with. Because when it's your friend, when it's someone that's not your friend, you always feel like you have to be on like a better behavior mm-hmm. than you would actually. And then when you're with your friend, you're way too comfortable yeah. with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. The best, the best roommate I had was like my roommate that I had for the last four years. Yeah. Um, and it was because we weren't friends at all. Yeah. And we were just occupying the same place. And uh, it was great. Yeah. There's so much less like tension and drama yeah. and pressure and like. There isn't like friend circles who get involved mm-hmm. and like gossip things. Like, yeah. Yeah. This can be your like safe place at it home. It is. And now I live by myself and it's even better. <laughs> I lived by myself for so long. I lived yeah. by myself from like 19. Yeah. 19 to like 21 or 22. Yeah. 22. I didn't. I think like after my junior year of college mm-hmm. until I moved here, I hadn't had a roommate. And yeah. it was just weird going back because rent's so expensive here. It yeah. was weird going back to having a roommate. Yeah. Because you've just yeah. like na- yeah, like navigating that whole thing. Yeah. I'm not good with roommates. Yeah. At all. Me I'm, Yeah. That's why with this last one, it was just a business arrangement. Yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> she tried to be friends. And I was just like, like, no. Stop it. She's, you signed a contract. Stay on your house. <laughs> well, she owned like the whole thing. Like I lived in oh, a condo wow. and she owned it because she was like yeah, forty-five. But she owned it, and I was just renting yeah. one oh. of the rooms. Yeah, yeah. Roommates, it can be a sticky, sticky, tough situation. And she got pregnant, and I had to leave. <laughs> oh, <what>? Selfish bitch. <laughs> I'll give you the full story. Oh yeah. my god. <gasps> Fuck yeah. yeah. Ooh, drama, goss, love it. Um, well, guys, that is it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed. Yeah. Um, if, if you enjoy it, yeah. we'll do more. I'll know. try to be better. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> no, you're always great. No, I'll try. Be, I'm always striving to be better or less terrible. Um, so if you guys liked this episode, um, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes podcast app. Mm-hmm. And we've got the YouTube video. Go like that. Share that. Tell your friends. Be like, hey, yeah. listen to this great podcast. Um, we are also on Stitcher yeah. Premium, guys. Yeah, we got a little gold dash on our icon. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like having a blue check mark. It <laughs> yeah. feels real good. I know. Um, so we also have premium episodes there where you can get bonus content. So yeah. it's just more episodes. We get to go into your... Di- Is that a sneeze? I think so. Oh, wow, so very loud I don't think you guys will be able to hear but it. We heard a loud we sneeze. Heard, yeah. um, we get to deep dive into your dating profiles, mm-hmm. which I'm in redoing. We need to do a photo shoot. We do. I should we'll, prop my camera today. I've actually got a little a new camera, so I'll bring it in okay. soon, and then we can, we'll do a photo shoot. Okay. We should probably do an iPhone one. Yeah, my phone's got that 4K, baby. Oh, true, <laughs> true, um, And that is also where we are doing callbacks from mm-hmm. listeners, so we can deep dive into it more. So Yeah, and also, if you subscribe there, I know some people have been complaining that we have a lot of ads. Well, first of all, we haven't... I just want to be real. We haven't really made any money off this yeah. podcast. Like at all, none, um, <laughs> none. So um, now we we're, we've um, moved to Stitcher and we we've got ads because so we can pay we can for pay. the podcast. Yeah, we've got a there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind mm-hmm. the scenes that you guys don't see. So that's why we have all the ads. But if you sign up for Stitcher Premium, you can get it ad free. Yeah. So if you are bothered by the ads go there yeah. if you're not bothered support our sponsors because they're yeah. awesome they give us yeah. awesome stuff and you guys like the podcast and the podcast cannot be done for free yeah at all yeah it's giving you a, a whole hour of entertainment yeah think about how much you pay for like other hours of entertainment mm-hmm. that are not good yeah think about how many ads are in the bachelor oh true oh my god yeah. so fucking many that show could be like 15 minutes. Minutes. <laughs> 15 minutes yeah um well guys um that's that's it follow us on instagram don't blom meme pod mm-hmm. we do sometimes we do live things there mm-hmm. so if you're not following us there you're missing out you are missing out and i've also like planned some content to go yeah. on there it's very cute it is real cute and then you can follow our socials and then anywhere else you want to find out where to listen to podcasts go to don't blame me dot show right. yeah and we'll see you guys next time come on bye Iconic luxury items at unreal values with the real real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury from top designers at up to 90% off retail. 
Every item is authenticated by the Real Reels team of experts, and new arrivals come in daily. New customers receive an automatic $25 off at checkout. Shop in-store, online, or download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code REAL. TheRealReal.com, promo code REAL. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, produced, directed, and edited by Melissa DeMond. Post-production sound by Chris Henry, production assistant Julie Carley, and music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter. I'll see you guys next week. And don't blame me if your life, you know, completely fucks up before then. <laughs> oh. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 